Christmas to you all. Welcome to the Christmas edition of Kent and the Steering Team. Once again, you're joined by myself, Phil, my good mate, Drew, uh, and unfortunately, Kent can't be with us this week. He's actually, uh, I don't know, a bit like last year this time of year, he mentioned something about uh, reindeer and dropping off presents around the world, something like that. Anyway, on with the show for another week. Mr. Drew, how are you? I'm feeling merry and jolly and all those wondrous things. How are you? Oh, I'm just fine. Christmas is just around the corner. Of course, this is the last episode we do before Christmas hits us um, and fills us with the joy and happiness of it all and the celebration of being with your friends and family and loved ones on the very special day. That is the day that Jesus, well, not the day, but the day that is celebrated, Jesus' birth. And of course, Santa giving us all presents. Yes. Yes, indeed. Indeed we do. Mm. You know what makes it extra good? What? I finished my Christmas shopping already. Ah! I did it. I did it. Again, I always leave it to the last bloody minute. Always. Uh, I did it last Saturday. I went to uh, an incredibly busy Bondi Junction uh, Westfield. That's right. uh, Yes, I squeezed into the car park. And uh, in (laughs) under two hours, I did my Christmas shopping. Does that time include finding a parking spot and then finding your way through the labyrinth of the Bondi Junction car park into the shopping uh, center? It does. However, however, I stopped the clock um, as the Christmas shopping was finished, not as we were finished shopping. Ah. Just when I well, just when officially Christmas shopping had stopped, then the clock stopped, and then it was for us to relax. And one of the shops ourselves, and um, I did some shopping for myself. So we had um, the way my family does it is. Don't worry, we'll get to the rest of the episode in a moment. Uh, of course, uh, we um, we have a fifty dollar limit this year. Fifty dollars for each of us. We buy for each person. That's how we did it this year. We normally do Kris Kringle, but this year was just a bit a uh, bit different. We did it like this, um, and it worked well. And I, uh, of course, as you probably know, I've always been looking for shorts. Yes. I really want shorts. I can't find shorts that fit me, that look good on me, that suit me. I've struggled. So I've been sitting on or using the same shorts for the last, like, I don't know, probably three, four, or maybe even five, four years. It's, I think it's four years. Except this time I went shopping for myself and spent a little bit extra because things were on sale. And uh, I bought myself two pairs of new shorts, which is excellent. So I've got shorts again. Oh, good on you. So, yeah, shop for myself. They're outside of the $50 budget. So don't worry if you're listening, family, and you realize that, oh, I could have gotten him shorts. Yeah, these were beyond the limit of that. Okay, I still want more shorts if you're getting me shorts or whatever. Okay, I'm still happy with it. Um, Yeah. Anyway, Drew, have you done your shopping? I have, and now I don't feel so bad about the fact that I shopped a little bit for myself while doing my Christmas shopping. Of course you got to shop for yourself. You're part of Christmas. I know. I got, I got some shirts, which was fantastic. Well, there you go. And some Harry Potter pajamas. Well, there you go. See, treat yourself. I, I treat did. Treat yourself 2018. I also That's what you do. completed, I think I completed the Christmas shopping. I think mm-hmm. I did. I feel like I did. I hope you did for your sake. I hope I did too. If not, I will have to um, 
brave the 36 hour shopping at Westfield Parramatta tomorrow night. Oh, God. I just can't even imagine. I, I, part of me just wants to go because I try and go every couple of years. I did go last year. I spent an hour yes, and did. 40 minutes sitting in the car around the corner from the Westfield in the traffic just to get into the car park. At what time was this? Nine something at night. Oh my God. Yeah, it, it wasn't fun. But what was fun was sitting in the food court at one o'clock in the morning, watching everyone else looking like zombies eating their Big Macs. That was hilarious. Well, as you do. As you do. Yeah. Yeah, as that, you do. Oh. We, we do need to do the overnight shopping one year. I, I, well, I, I wouldn't do it just because I think it would be interesting to go to the shops at about three in the morning and... It's yeah, fun. Because three o'clock's... Yeah, three o'clock's that time. Especially if not... like So normally if you go to like a, a 24-hour Kmart or something like that and you go about three in the morning, it's the only shop open. Everything else is closed and like all the gates yep. are up and you just kind of get funneled to the store. It'd be interesting to be in a shopping center all open, all normal, but it's three in the morning. It's incredibly surreal, and I, I highly recommend it. I'm not sure that we'll get to do it this year, but perhaps next year we will plan ahead and make make it a thing. Yeah, I think we'll have to do it. Um, we'll make it happen. We'll we, make it happen we, one we, year we or something like that. But, but anyway, yes, I, anyway, yeah, yes. I, I do believe. No, no, I, continue. I do believe I got all the shopping done. I, I, I feel confident about this. I even got your gift. Ugh, I told. Yep, yep, we know, we know. So, ladies and gentlemen, Phil had a rule. He was not um, stepping outside of getting his gifts for the family, and that's all well and good. But that doesn't stop us getting him gifts. So he, he will be receiving presents from other people. Yeah, but my rule is don't get me a present because I'm not getting you a present. You've got me a present. I'm not getting you a present. I know. That's okay. No, and- this, doesn't that feel shit? No, because I wasn't going to get you anything, but then I discovered this particular thing and was like, oh, I, I kind of have to do it because it's really funny and really cool. Okay, we'll see. Um, and, and and it was well under $10, so... Okay, so well, that's fair, that's good. Yeah. Good. Um, what do we got on this show today? We've got for you, we're going to be discussing the fact that Drew went to the cinemas and saw, what's the movie called again? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That one, um, I saw uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Um, if we get time, we'll go into massive detail about that. The first thing I want to kick off about is the fact that it is Christmas just around the corner. Of course, we are pop culture fanatics and film buffs. We are indeed. Film and TV buffs. Um, Drew, you've been... Last year, I think we did run through our favourite Christmas movies. So this year, Drew, I want you to explain to the listeners, uh, your... I was going to say viewers there, your Christmas routine for december and every night well almost every night in december please yes tell me and tell me the build-up as well if you wouldn't mind oh okay where to begin all right so i love christmas a lot so do you so do many of you um i've always loved christmas movies and have had a had a tendency to watch them all year round a lot but this has been a bit of a big year in many different aspects, you know, for many of us. Yes, it has. And as a result, that was not something that happened. And Christmas didn't... Christmas was good last year, but it didn't quite feel... Um, Christmassy. Yeah, and, and this year I wasn't going to let that happen again. So 
I planned well ahead, and from December 1st, I made it my mission to be watching something Christmas-related at least once a day. I have failed on two days, but... Disappointed. I, I, I couldn't help it, and... and it's okay. It's yeah, alright. It's alright. Next year I will plan it out a lot better. Um, but, for the most part, I have succeeded. We have... Um, what do we do? We went through the OC's Chris Car episodes. I watched two of them sure without did. you, but I've watched two with you. Um, mm-hmm. I've gone through many, many of my Christmas movies. I've saved a few critical ones for the very end. So I have a yearly tradition of watching Love Actually on Christmas Eve that will continue to be upheld. And I will be spending Christmas Day later in the day after we have stuffed ourselves with food, I will be sitting down to watch all three Santa Claus movies back to back. I'm I'm thoroughly excited because I plan on um, either this evening or uh, tomorrow evening, um, as in Thursday or Friday evening. Yes. I'm very excited to do a back to back of both the um, Home Alones and then, of course, watch because I still haven't watched it yet because I missed out on putting up the decorations this year because I had to work. Uh, very excited to watch the Santa Claus because I haven't yet. So yes. there, uh, and then I've got to watch Bad Santa because I, I think I missed watching Bad Santa last year, which I couldn't believe till after Christmas had gone past. So I've got to watch both Home Alone's one and two, um, the Santa Claus and Bad Santa, and then probably squeeze in Love Actually somewhere in there, and maybe even Bridget Jones's Diary because I love that movie and it is a Christmas movie. And then there's Die Hard. Oh my God, I've got like six movies to watch between now and and Christmas and Eve. of course there's Elf. You know, want to hear an unpopular opinion? You don't like Elf. I've seen Elf once and I wasn't a big fan of it. How long ago did you watch it? When it was in cinemas. Give it another whirl. Now that, okay. now that well, you've... I d- I... It's what, 15 years old this year, right? Yeah. So, Well, it just freaks me out because I don't like when um, Will Ferrell's so hyper and it's very, very hypo. It is. It, it is. But there is a lot of heart to that movie as well. Um, like you, I've still got to do Home Alone back to back, one and two. I think, like you, I'll be doing that in the next night or two. Yeah. Um, and of of course, as we discussed, I've never watched Home Alone one and two back to back, and I think that's an amazing idea. Yes. Because they fit. They're the same sort of. They're designed to fit. That's the point. Ah. Oh, I, I saw something hilarious this week, and I haven't told you about this yet. Oh. I watched Macaulay Culkin go on a um, go on a, a video podcast thing on YouTube of these guys that review old B-grade movies, and Macaulay Culkin went on there and, with them, watched and then reviewed Home Alone 4. <gasps> oh, what did he have to say? Well... Not a lot. He he wasn't too impressed. <laughs> can you put this on the Facebook page for me, please? I will. So I, I will. I yes. will indeed. But what what I loved was that he had a VHS copy of it, and that's what they watched to do the review. Of course, it did. And, do you reckon the, he got a copy of it from the studio, or do you reckon he had to buy that himself? I think these guys tracked down the copy of it. Right. Somehow, they they have this weird, awesome video library, but. Here's me sitting down and watching, and then I look down on the floor in front of my um, my bookcases, and sure enough, I have 
Home Alone 4 on video as well. Just, oh, just sort of sitting four. there. I don't have room on the shelf for it, nor would I want to. No. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's not good in the slightest, but it is fun to pay out on it because... It's... Do they do the same sort of shenanigans or is it just shit us? But it's... <sighs> It's not good. They've got Kevin. Like they've they've made the kid Kevin McAllister. Why? I don't know. And he's got an Unless older. In the second. He's got an older brother called Buzz. Who doesn't? But in the look third one, he's older. not Kevin McAllister. No, no. The third one's a different kid, Alex Pruitt. But this one, they go back to it being Kevin. Except now he's only got two older siblings. His parents are divorced, and. Marv that's really is, sad yeah and Marv comes back without Harry and he's played by French Stewart instead of Daniel Stern that's just the whole thing's weird just stupid it's pointless why did they have to do that why can they just make it something completely different and why do they have to ruin the family can you also explain to me in Home Alone why they are so rich and why they have like four families living in the same house uh, so what happens, particularly with the first one, why all the families are together, is because they've all come to stay at the house together before they all fly together to... Where are they going? Where are they going in the first movie? Paris? They're flying to Paris. So they all congregate at the house in Chicago and then fly from that house together. It's too... No, they're not going to Paris. They're not going to Paris. They're going to... They're going to... No, no, no. They're Florida? Florida? That's the second one. No, but the mum drives to get to come back to him. Is it? Well, no, no. She takes another flight back to the States and then takes the budget truck with the, um, with the John band. Candy. John okay. Candy and his band. Pol- Polka okay. King of the Midwest. You know Polka Polka? No. Polka Polka, Polka Polka. Very big no. in Sheboygan. Sheboygan. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, John Candy. Okay, well, whatever the timeline is. Okay, so they're all just staying there. Well, why are they so rich? I don't know. Anyway, okay. I don't well, understand okay. it either. I also don't no. understand why Buzz ate all of Kevin's cheese pizza. Yeah. Goddamn Buzz. Um, okay, so then you have two kids. But didn't they have like five kids, four kids to start? Yeah, they've got like four or five kids, and then there's the um, the cousins as well. Yeah, yeah In- okay. including well. one of the cousins who's played by Macaulay's younger brother. Yeah, with the glasses, the Poindexter. Yeah, yeah. Kieran playing Fuller. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, did Macaulay Cal- did Macaulay Culkin not become the guardian of some of his siblings? Yeah, he became guardian... Or he, I think he and Kieran became guardian to Rory, who's the one in Signs. Yep, of course. Ah, oh, I love... I love Signs, and I love that Rory Culkin is in it. It's great. Macaulay. That's a weird name. And of course, anyway. Kieran is also in Father of the Bride, Part 1 and 2. And more recently in Scott Pilgrim. Really? Yeah. Kieran plays okay. Scott's roommate. Okay. Yeah. The Culkins are still around. Um, crazy. Crazy. Mm. Uh, so, uh, what did you... So we started with the the, um, the OC Christmas cars, and we've kind of gone to... 
What have you gone to since? What what do you know what you've filed through on each day? Yeah. Um I've kept a record because I posted it on Snapchat every day. Mm-hmm. That's how I kept track of it all and I saved every single one. So I've actually got the entire list in one form or another. Day one was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes. Day two was Chris Macar. Nice. Day three was Chris Macar two. Yeah. Day four was Chris Macar two again. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um, yeah, That's well, a good one. Well, that was because we were watching it. Yeah. Day five was a Harold and Kumar Christmas. I remember that one. I remember. Yeah, yep. yeah. Day six was the night before. Mm-hmm. Day seven was Chris Macar three. Mm-hmm. Day eight was Chris Macar four. Day nine, yep. I missed a day. Day ten. Did you go? And, did you go? And, did you go make up what that that one that you'd missed or no? No, I, I left it behind. Um, it's okay. I figured that that just leaves me to fix it next year. Day mm-hmm. ten, I watched the Office Christmas Party episode. Yep, the uh, UK Office. No, the American. Oh, the American one. Which yeah. which Christmas one did you watch? Christmas Party. I've got a picture of Michael coming into the office carrying the tree. Oh, right, right, okay. Wow, you watched the, the US office. That's, yes. That's, that's yeah. fantastic. I broke, I broke tradition a little bit there. Why Why did you choose the US one? No, I'm not, not disappointed at all. I'm just interested. I felt like something different. And also the American, oh, sorry, the UK one was like two hours. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was sure. a two-parter a two, two and each part was an hour. Um, the 11th of December, I watched the Kurt Russell one, the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix. Is that good? It is so good. Yeah, because I've been meaning to. Because he looks fantastic as Christmas. He's perfect. As Christmas, Santa Claus. Everyone is talking about how he's their new favourite Santa. He can't, for me, he can't dethrone Tim Allen, but he he comes in at second. Quite comfortably comes in at second place. Tim Allen, when he is in Santa costume, looks outrageously proper as Santa Claus. Oh, he's perfect. Like, fits the bill. Um, day 12, I'll be home for Christmas. There it is. Oh, yeah. dear. I haven't seen that. I haven't watched that in like the last three years, actually. Oh, you need to I change I love it that. so much. I love it so much. I remember it almost entirely off by heart, but I love it so much. Day... I still remember just, uh, stumbling across it. Yeah, sorry, continue. Yeah, I stumbled across it too on television mm-hmm. Just, just ago. Yeah, just randomly on Channel 7 in the middle of the day. Yeah. And I, I can vividly remember launching into it the first time I saw it at the moment where I think where there were uh, it must have been the vultures were looking at him oh yep desert yeah, buzzard that, I think Santa that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um I remember taping it off the TV I had a tape See, clever I never did that I, I remember just the following year my sister and I had been like oh, it's the movie it's on today and we watched it oh, I miss channel 7's midday it. movies Midday movies. I miss being on holidays to mm. watch all this stuff. I do too. Day 13. Jingle all the way. Jamie! Jamie! Put that cookie down! Uh, oh. oh, I love it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Day 14. Arthur Christmas. Which one's Arthur Christmas? That's uh, the computer animated one from Ardman about the the oh, Santa right. family, and Arthur is the 
the younger son of Santa who is determined to make sure that a child that missed her gift receives it before Christmas morning. Why is it Arthur Christmas? Shouldn't it be like Arthur Claus or something like that? Mm, should be, but they they go by Christmas, and it works. Oh, and also because and also because Father Christmas, yeah, Arthur Christmas, yeah, right. Uh, day fifteen, Serendipity. Mm-hmm. Just one of my favorite films, and it's a Christmas movie, so it, it's a to double. To be winner. honest, yes, I don't think I've ever seen Serendipity. You'd like it a lot. It, yeah. It's, it's a John Cusack film. It just, oh, okay. John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale. Right. Quick plot summary. Uh, two people meet uh, on Christmas Eve. Oh, oh, no. A few days before Christmas. So many years ago. They have a chance encounter. She believes in fate and destiny and whatever. And that if they're meant to be, they'll get drawn back to one another. Skip mm. forward several years later and it's the same time of year again and sure enough they they get drawn to one another again as they're about to make big decisions in their own lives and they decide that they want to go looking for the other person oh that's nice okay yeah, yeah it's cool sure uh day 16 why him brian cranston and james franco still haven't seen that but i'm excited to see brian cranston in a film again it's- in in a in a kind of like a meet the parents sort of movie but set at mm. christmas time where it's more about them going to meet the daughter's boyfriend i feel like it would be stressful it is incredibly stressful and really funny and produced by ben stiller and jonah hill <laughs> oh they'd be making that's not bad producers oh yeah. okay uh, 17th, um, I missed it, that was the other day I missed, um, oh, the 18th, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh-huh. And, okay, there yeah. you go. And the 19th, which is an hour and a half ago. recording it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, The Muppet Christmas Carol. The Muppet. You Muppet. And what's, uh, what's tonight? What's Thursday 20th? Uh, movie. I haven't quite decided yet, so this could be the Home Alone double feature. It could be... Of course. Um, yeah. It could be the Polar Express. It could be the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks is up there. and Just the Grinch count? Yes, of course. Um, I keep forgetting the Grinch because I have it in this tiny little slipcase edition that I can't even see on the shelf. Mm-hmm. But I did go to see the new Grinch movie the other day. Is it is it good? Is it how does it stand up compared to the other Grinch movie? It's different, and and it and so it should be. It it's really good. It allows you to enjoy it as it is, without um, feeling like you're comparing them. Is the Grinch in this one um, in any way as kind of bitter and suck and cynical and sarcastic and almost relatable um, as the Jim Carrey one? Yes, but in different ways. So. Benedict Cumberbatch voices the Grinch in this one, and mm. and he plays it beautifully. Like he is snarky and completely over it, but it just he does it in a different way, and it's really good because it means that you can appreciate Jim Carrey and then you can appreciate Cumberbatch and not feel like you're comparing them the entire time. Okay, 
Um, what's the story? Is the story same story or completely different story? All the beats are the same, just the finer details are different. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is all you need it to be. It, it still needs to be the Grinch, and it yeah. needs to 100%. hit all the, all the key milestones of the story, but how it does it is a little different, and that's, that's cool. That's, and that's the fun of it. Yeah. Is how it does it different. Yeah, yeah okay. Fair enough. So I, I, I was happy. Fair enough. But yeah. Excellent. Um, what have I got left? I've still got The Grinch, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Polar Express, Christmas Carol, yep. Elf, yep. Home Alone 1 and 2, Christmas with the Cranks, The Santa Claus, mm-hmm. Love Actually. And I, I do see Bad Santa on the shelf, so Bad Santa as well. I've been trying to track down Bad Santa 2. Um, I have it downloaded. I, I think I do too, but you know what I'm like having them on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Turns out that the Blu-ray no longer exists anywhere. They no longer sell it in Australia. Right. Um, that is thanks to Madman, because they are um, a little bit funny with their physical distribution on Blu-ray for their films. So I noticed this with the Daniel Radcliffe, Paul Dano film, Swiss Army Man. It was only mm. on Blu-ray for a really limited time, and then they just pulled it. For no reason. Oh, yeah, Can no, you get what? it on eBay? Can you get it online? Yeah, yeah, I, I, and I can, I can get Swiss Army Man or Bad Santa 2 on eBay. I've, I've found them on eBay. But okay. people are jacking up shame. the price because they know it's been yeah. pulled. So either yeah. that or I'll just order them from the UK. Yeah, of course, because they got out power. A bit cheaper. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. Um. So you got a, you've got about thirteen movies to watch between now and One, two, Tuesday three, night, Monday night. Sorry. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yes. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Jeez. Good grief. Thirteen, and I have good gravy, and I've got. Uh, Homeland 1 and 2, I have Die Hard, I've got um, Bad Santa, The Santa Claus, uh, I've already forgotten what I said, Bridget Jones' Diary, and maybe Love Actually. I've got about seven between now and, and Monday night. I wouldn't mind adding Die Hard and Bridget Jones to my list. Oh, that you but shared a trailer I have time. to me. You shared that that Christmas trailer to me. Uh, yes, twentieth um, century Fox for, have finally yeah. landed on a side. <laughs> yeah, and it is a Christmas movie. How good it's was a Christmas that trailer? Movie. <laughs> yeah, we got to post that on the page as well. It's um, the greatest Christmas movie of all time, apparently. <laughs> I look. I stand by that because I think again, Die Hard is a phenomenal movie it's a phenomenal action movie and it's a christmas movie because it is a christmas movie it totally is a christmas movie i 100 percent agree with that it has to be i keep thinking of christmas movies that i just want to add to the list like office christmas party <laughs> which was just so just insane and hilarious and of course daddy's home too uh yes that is absolutely a christmas movie as well yep even that was a great movie too. I know. I love that movie. That was one of the funniest movies of the year last year or this year? Last year. Okay, that was last year. It was long last year. Um, speaking of movies then, so you went and saw Spider-Man. Do tell. Tell me all about it. I went and saw Spider-Man this evening. I wish you could have come along. It was just phenomenal. I do not even know where to begin with it. It's... Um, so it's the first theatrical animated Spider-Man film. It Mm -hmm. goes 
in a completely polarizingly different direction to every other Spider-Man movie, thank goodness, there is threads of connective tissue to all the other Spider-Man films, and mm. and obviously to the comics, but really, it was essentially like watching a comic book that was just brought to life on film. The okay. whole the whole look, the animation style, everything was tailored essentially to just be that you're watching a comic book that's just moving on a screen but see that's my so that's that's my reservation and my fear is i know that these characters that i love are comic book characters i know that but i don't care for comic books very much i think you'll like the translation to the the format with this the film so it it it's come from the guys that made the Lego movie, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. The, mm. These guys are brilliant. They did 21 and 22 Jump Street as well. They also wrote and produced a number of episodes of How I Met Your Mother. They also created with Will Forte, The Last Man on Earth. But quick question. Uh, quick question about the Lego movie, uh, yeah. the Lego Batman movies and stuff like that. Are they animated or are they stop motion animation? They're animated. Well, because they look like the just yep. stop motion animation. Yep, they were filmed that way intentionally. No, but like the animation looks so good that it just yep. looks like actual real life models. Yep, which is phenomenal for animation if you think about it, because normally animation looks like animation, whereas this looked like well, that's Warner Brothers. Life. Warner Brothers Animation Group and um, one of the animation houses with Warner Brothers that also did work for. Happy Feet, which also blurred that line really well. Mm. I remember, what was it, 12 years ago when Happy Feet came out. and I still remember seeing it in the when, cinemas. Yeah, same. And when it went into the live action portion and then it mixed the animation with it and it just looked seamless. You couldn't tell which was which. No, it looked phenomenal. It did. Yeah. And the, the Lego movie does that as well. Quite mm, well. Absolutely. Okay, so you saw, yeah, so Spider-Man, um, yeah, by the same people as that, yeah. Yep, so Spider-Man, basically, it's, um, shifting the focus away from Peter Parker and onto Miles Morales, another, um, well-known Spider-Man for the comic aficionados, but then it goes into, a, into the multiverse where, um, or they refer to it in the title as the Spider-Verse, but basically it crosses into different dimensions where there are different Spider-Men. So you can see there is Spider-Man Noir, there's Spider-Gwen, because there is a format of the comics where Gwen Stacy is Spider-Man. Um, there was a Spider-Pig, which is really funny. Simpsons. I think, yeah, but I think they call him Spider-Hog in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> see, so my... The one thing I don't like about comics, and the reason why I really quite like the cinematic universe, is that it's all within this one universe. Now, of course, in comics, there's naturally there is there's Ultimate Spider-Man, there's Spider-Man, there's Amazing Spider-Man, Spider there's Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, yes, there's Spider all these, yeah. yes, there's all these different, and and it's same for all characters. There's always different versions of the same character in different worlds, different storylines. Yep. Um, 100% I, I totally get that but that's one of the things that I don't like about I mean it's nice to see your favourite character almost in different situations without having to be like oh well in the other one he's lost his arm so he can't be here now 
like I guess it's a good way around of being able, being able to do that and put them in interesting situations and not be bogged down with this whole idea of kind of continuity because you can be in a different universe to do it. Um, so I totally get it from that point of view, but it's one of the things that I I almost don't like about comics is that there is this idea that they're all, all, all over the place. So it's interesting now for this film that they are almost tackling that issue head on by making it the focal point or the feature of the film is that there, yes, there are. And it's almost that self-awareness. Imagine in the comics them becoming self-aware and oh, this is, realizing there yeah. are versions of that. This is a very self-aware film and it spends, it's ne- nearly the entire nearly two hour running time winking at the audience for all it's worth. Right. Like okay. It, okay. it just, it totally gets its audience and I, I sat there realizing very early on that this wasn't made for kids. It's not. It, Desp- like, despite just, it being like an animated film? Yeah, despite the animation, it is not made for children. It is made for... It, it's very much made for the fans, but mm-hmm. made beautifully. It just... I, I never thought, for the last 14 years since I went and saw Spider-Man 2, I never thought anything would ever even come remotely close to topping it and yet I walked out of this movie going I think that this is the best one just genuinely felt like this is the best Spider-Man movie they've ever made now you're you're often uh you're often known for being quite soft and um I am what's but uh, what was forgiving you're almost quite yeah exactly you're forgiving I am very to, forgiving to studios and everything like that but I totally trust this outlook on it because you say that it is potentially your favorite spider-man movie like so again like listeners picture that like drew's one of drew's favorite things he thinks this is better than one of his favorite things that clearly means that okay this isn't just a yeah no it's a good film yep yep you should definitely go see it this is a it is a good film because it is better than something that i really love from almost 14 years ago I'm the person that, to this day, still likes Spider-Man 2 better than The Dark Knight. And I love The Dark Knight, but as far as superhero movies or comic book movies, I still think Spider-Man 2 is a better representation of all of that than The Dark Knight is. What's interesting is I think that, I genuinely think that Iron Man is probably one of the best comic book movies I've ever seen in my entire life. It is. Because... It is. It's such a holy crap kind of movie. Like, wow, yes, this is this is what this is what a character in a comic book looks like in real life. Mm. It was a new way of looking at it, and and it was because it still felt pulpy, like like a comic book does, which The mm. Dark Knight does not. The Dark Knight is an excellent crime drama that's come from a comic book character, mm-hmm. but it's it's almost too real, whereas. Yeah. The Marvel, like, even the very beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, when you have Iron Man, you're like, okay, like, this is, this is real, but this is comic book real. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it's a very distinct difference, and maybe that's why I like this film so much, this new Spider-Man, is that it's very much a comic book movie. It's the most comic book movie I think I've ever seen. The only other comic book film that I ever thought was even remotely close to getting it like that were uh, two other movies one is Watchmen but that's very mm-hmm. cinematic that's closer to what Spider-Man 2 is the other one is Scott Pilgrim which I've also never seen another one that you will thoroughly enjoy but it well, just... I, well I have to 
Scott Pilgrim is... Who's in Scott Pilgrim? Um, what's his name? Awkward Kid. Michael Sarah. That's the one. Well, my girlfriend, of course, has a crush on Michael Sarah. Of course. And also on Mark Ruffalo. So I don't know how I fit into this kind of image. They're the two kind of dream people. I don't know how, how the hell I fit into that. Do I fit somewhere in between the two? Would you say? You look nothing like so. either of them. You don't have curly hair. No, I know, curly no, I know that. Hair. They, they're both Jewish, it feels like. But no, they're... Uh, no, but yeah, I don't know how I fit into this thing. I don't know where the similarities are. But anyway, that's what I've found out. Um, interestingly enough. Um, yeah, so you saw Spider-Man. And I saw on uh, the other day, whatever the other day was, Sunday, um, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Uh, I did, and that was cool. That was amazing. I've never seen the first one. Yeah, so if you don't know what it uh, is, um, uh, uh, can you describe the plot of the first one really quickly for me and the list? Uh, just about the concept of what Ralph is. Um, Ralph is a villain or, or a bad guy. He's a bad guy, but that does not make him a bad guy, as he is no. repeatedly told in, in his Villains Anonymous meeting or whatever it is. Um... <laughs> Ralph doesn't like the um, the characters in his own game reject him and they treat him like he's a horrible person when it's just the Be- character that he plays in a game. Because, of course, he lives inside an arcade game. Yes. And what the movie kind of revolves around... So I'm sure Rick Ra- Ralph 1 revolves around the fact that, um, you know, at the end of their shift in this, you know, kind of like proper arcade, yep. they all climb out of their machines down through the, the electrical cables and hang out in... Like a power board. The the station. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, game, exactly. The station. Game which, central station. Exactly. Which is just a power board, basically. You know, they've got the plugs in there where they normally plug in a different game and that's how you enter the game. Yep. Um, now, the second one is, of course, about the same sort of thing. There's um, They're hanging out in the game board um, or the power board and suddenly something else gets plugged into this uh, power board and it is something called Wi-Fi... And uh, adventures ensue. They go in through the internet and they start to hang out within the world of the internet. And so it's fantastic. It's great to hear name drops. There's Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Amazon, uh, eBay. Um, You know, they they, they make reference to kind of clickbait ads. They make reference to, um, you know, phishing sites and viruses and dodgy websites and the dark net and... Uh, they they make reference to things like YouTube and yeah all that sort of stuff and even viral videos they do a fantastic job with the internet um, of involving Disney characters or the Disney worlds they do it they do an amazing job of it. Uh, look out for Disney princesses they are probably my favorite moment in the or moments in the film whenever you see the Disney princesses uh, so it's a great film such a great film like it is so funny and just so well done and uh the people as they're watching it with mentioned the fact that the first one because i'd never seen the first one kind of felt like that traditional disney version of film where or disney pixar film where you know it's for kids but there's a lot of adult jokes in it too the first one did kind of that this one felt so much more to them and to me watching it like there was more adult stuff than there was kid stuff so it almost was just it's animation so kids will love it 
and there's no swearing in it, but like the references that they make are so like adult and in, yeah, like um, young adult to adult. That's so yeah, the I thought it was really really well done. Well. Okay, yeah, sure. So so this was really like really well done, and uh, yeah, references were great, and yeah, it's fantastic. It's sure it looks like a kids movie, and it's by Disney, um, Walt Disney Animation Studio, but it's fantastic like it is so well done and there's so many great jokes in there and yeah it's just a great story like really well told story i can't wait to see it yeah absolutely i'll go see it again even like it's phenomenal i'll make sure that i see number one before i see number two again but uh number two is is excellent i'll see it again like it is so good i'm excited i'm keen Mm. absolutely um Drew, we have about 10 minutes left. I haven't got anything else to talk about. Did we cover everything? I think we might have. We were meant to talk about. We were talking about... Did we get our present shopping done? No, yes. we've, we've we got have... the, non, the non-Christmas stuff to talk about. Um, such as Mr. Carl Stefanovic. Oh, of course, of course. There's other, of course there's other news going on in the world. There is. Um, so... Uh, if you're familiar in this country of Australia of the Today Show, mm. and know that Carl Stefanovic, a former Gold Logie winner, was, I say was, the host of said show. Well, early in the year when he split up from his uh, long-time wife, um, long-time wife and partner, and he uh, then very quickly bounced back with a very, very much younger uh, new partner, model partner, um, and has now since married her and is in fact on the honeymoon of said wedding, um, began to become quite kind of, uh, what's the term we're looking for? Uh, segregated from the community and, yeah. uh, not the community, the, uh, the, the viewership, um, began to become almost abrasive and not very enjoyable and, and what Channel 9 deems to be the cause of the, the massive drop or decline in viewers for the Today Show. So, in rather controversial style, they've um, somewhat, they say mutually, split up from each other. So the Today Show and Carl Stefanovic have parted ways. Now, Carl still is on a $3 million a year contract for another year with Channel 9, so he's also he's got a reality TV show coming up for 2019, but he will not be on the Today Show anymore. Today Show lost its other uh, co-host, uh, Lisa Wilkinson, earlier in the year. She is a member of the Sick Kent of the Week Hall of Fame as well. She is um, So uh, she left the show. So the show's going to be with a whole new cast. Or a whole new, uh, I guess, compared to the start of 2018, a whole new uh, hosting lineup for 2019. Of course, his brother, Carl Stefanovic's brother, Peter, I think, um, left or, in fact, got moved aside or has, again, mutually stepped aside just earlier this week, in fact, I think, uh, from his role as the host of the Weekend Today Show. So both Stefanovic brothers are gone from anything to do with today. The show, I mean. <laughs> yes. Interesting terminal events. Interesting news. Um, again, he's a big personality in his country. He is a former Gold Logie winner. If, again, if you're not familiar with the Logies, uh, pretty much like our daytime or emmy awards but again like less good as that not as important not as valuable no one cares about it but essentially if you win the gold logie you win the big gong for the night indeed mm-hmm. yeah 
So that's that's what's happened. I wonder um, who's I was going trying... to take over hosting. I think it would almost be like what the other co-host uh, became, where it's just someone that just sits in the wings, just exists. Um, that's about it. Uh, there is another piece of news, though, unrelated to Carl Stefanovic and the Today Show. Of course, yeah. Uh, look, other co-host, it's either going to be probably a weather person from a weather person or a news anchor from somewhere else within the Channel 9 world, whether it be from New South Wales or whether it's from Victoria or whether it's from somewhere else or like somewhere regional. But what I think it would be someone like that. What if they use David Campbell? Well, he does a great job on Extra, is it called? The the show that follows Today. Today Extra. That's what yeah. it is. The show that follows on from um, the Today Show. But then I'd almost say just get Sonia Kruger on the role. Just replace the whole Today Show lineup with the guys from Extra. Hmm. I think that would be interesting. But I don't know if they'd do that. I, we'll see, though, won't we? I, I think that if they took David Campbell off of um, Today Extra, it'd be hard to keep the... It'd be hard to keep something um, almost familiar and comfortable for viewers. And if they break it up, as in split Sonia Kruger and uh, David Campbell up, I don't know how well that would go down. I think that finding a new pairing for both shows would be a bad decision. There's no continuity. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think it'll be some sort of personality from Channel 9 somewhere. But uh, yeah, not not sure exactly where. Hmm. The other news, Drew, is of course, as we know now, as we've known since I think last Thursday, Thursday night even, so after we'd recorded the show, um, Stan. Yes, indeed. Uh, a Stan, Australia's kind of Netflix variant owned by um, the Channel 9 company, of course, so it's almost a segue. Uh, and of course, a link back to Wreck-It Ralph, uh, has a uh, agreement with Disney to... Um, show all of their content which is interesting especially when disney are looking at making their um own streaming service like netflix or netflix rival um as we now found out drew is currently looking at only being us for the time being when it launches but of course here in australia stan has a contract with disney till christmas 2019 which means that yeah but the interesting thing about this is that so that's to the end of 2019 so that kind of gives the um, gives Disney an opportunity to then open their streaming service in maybe 2020 for Australia, for example. However, the uh, my understanding is that this contract between Stan and Disney is quite open ended, and therefore means that in the future uh, they can be um, they're looking to form a closer partnership. So that way, in the future, they can do more collaboration. Um, mm. They can launch more things on Stan. They can show more things exclusives to Stan. But that's interesting because that's again almost in defiance of Netflix. Uh, sorry, of uh, Disney's Netflix rival streaming service. It's certainly interesting, isn't it? How mm. they're playing off one another. Yeah, and it's it's interesting how I mean we've we know that Disney has worldwide been pulling their things off of Netflix. Mm. Um, and then it's interesting now here locally they're putting it all on to Stan exclusively. So is it is it a case of, and you asked me um, almost a rhetorical question of why would they be doing that? Do you reckon it could be just to try and not damage, but just take something away and build a reputation or kind of the mindset that Netflix doesn't have Disney? I imagine it's more to do with the fact that 
they knew their contract with Netflix was running up and Stan would have gone to them and said, hey, look, we know you're opening a streaming service. We literally just want to have it until you're ready. And then, yeah, and then we're good. good and and it'll, it'll help Stan in the long run because it'll create a whole heap of subscribers who may well, in fact, just stay on with their subscription long after Disney leaves them. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, I wonder what this contract would cost, Dan, because it'd be a sizable one. It'd be a. It would be, but Stan's making the money now. Yeah, that's true. Remember, one of the Stan originals, No Activity, has already gone off to the US um, where they're making their own version of it now. Uh huh, okay. So, well, Stan. It's funny that Stan's the one that launched. So, Foxtel's version of um, streaming service, Presto, in this country, kind of failed. Mm hmm. Fetch TV for Optus kind of didn't really it still exists, but it didn't really go too far. No. But but Netflix and Stan are the two that kind of launched here in Australia. There's Amazon Prime now. Um, I don't know if Hulu's in Australia yet. I um, think yeah, Hulu's here, but it's not doing much. Prime is starting to gather a bit of steam because their original content is quite good, according to all reports. Well, of course, they've got the um, Clarkson, Hammond, and May guys, the guys from the old Top Gear. Um, yeah. There's also, there's the Tom Clancy show with John Krasinski, which I really, really, really want to watch. So I do I. The Jack Ryan series. Yeah, but I haven't watched it. I, I might go and look at some reviews of that. If it's good enough, I might then maybe get a Prime subscription, especially in time for mm. season three of the Grand Tour with the Top Gear guys. I also want so, to see um, the, yeah. um, I want to see the Stephen King multiverse series that they're doing yes yes of course it's called castle Um, rock that's it castle rock i've been sending ads for it everywhere and it's just like stop i keep going where can i watch that oh amazon prime okay yeah um so i might have to do it might have to do it maybe we can even go maybe he's halfy halvesies uh we can see look into that um indeed mm. Mm. drew philip it's the time of the night or I say night, time of the podcast, where we uh, have to get through a little special segment. Yes, we do. But of course, if you do want to be on the show and have these lovely discussions with us, or if you're just sick of hearing us talk about these things and are so determined to change the topic that you're going to come on the show and do it, be sure to contact us. It's not hard. It just takes a, maybe, what, 15 seconds of typing the way the mm-hmm. the way these kids type these days, I mean, really, they are absolutely outrageous, mind-boggling. You know, s- fun segue. I was thinking to myself the other day about how we used to um, send messages to people in our pockets. So hand would be in mm. the pocket with the phone, and you would know how many times to press each of the buttons to send. The I messages. never got that good. I never got that good. Oh man, I I used to. I remember doing it in school. It just well now it's kind of. It's kind of impossible now because it's a touchscreen. Yeah, you, you can't do it anymore. And and you have a full QWERTY keyboard on your touchscreen mm. now. But do, do, you, I, do you remember you'd be you'd be pressing... Um, you'd have to mash down like... What was it? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. So so how did the numbers... One, two, three, four. So we'd you'd have go to press it. four, four, three, three... I JKL so to be what five five five. Wait one second for it to move to the next letter. Five 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 again, and then <laughs> six. I do six. remember. Oh, I do remember. Oh, it was and I just... never never understood. Was it T nine predictive? 
Yeah, T9 was predictive text, and it was I horrific. couldn't understand it at all. I couldn't understand it at all. I didn't get it. Yeah, I, I didn't get it. I, I, I just thought it was a waste of time, because half the time it predicted the wrong words. <laughs> yeah, it was just a stupid idea. It was done based oh. on an algorithm. It wasn't predictive based on what you type. Not like it is now. Predictive no, text exactly. now is programmed to understand how you message. Yeah. Oh, oh dear. Anyway, anyway, yes, yeah. you can contact us, and if you contact us to ask if you can come on the show, you can come on the show. We'll almost always say yes, but it's, uh, yeah. yeah, almost always say yes. Um, yeah, okay, so uh, that's uh, that part. Of course, if, if you, you are on the show, you're yeah. in a very good shot of becoming the sick Kent of the week. Woo! Drew. Drew. Phil. Phil. Who is our sick Kent of the week? Well, I mean, it's not one person... It's not two, it's no, many, true. many, many of them. Um, sometimes they're depicted as children. Other times they're depicted as Will Ferrell in tights. Um, of course, we are talking about Santa's elves. The fantastic, brilliant toy-making workers of the North Pole, without whom there would be no toys because Santa cannot be expected to make them all on his own. Imagine and Santa sure making a PlayStation. Jesus, his eyesight's too bad for children that. children for a sweatshop, so... Oh, yeah, and the eyesight, of course, that too. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, he'll get oh, childlike dude. creatures with pointy ears, sweat but he won't get kids from a sweatshop. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's, it's okay. They can look like children, just so long as they're not actual children. Well, unless they are kids and he just puts pointy ears on them and says, no, you're an elf, you're 400 years old, okay? No, he's probably been pulling them by the ear all around the place because they keep running off because <laughs> they're kids and that's why they've got pointy ears. Yeah, maybe. That actually sounds a lot more realistic. He must have done it with the oh, first dear. three generations and then it became a genetic trait. <laughs> Took just hundreds of years like to get to this point. <laughs> just to make the handles right. Yep. Yeah. Well, 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 indeed. So yes, uh, the elves are our sick kent of the week. Congratulations! And on the topic of elves, I have a fun fact about the movie Elf, and this is mm-hmm. really funny because we're mimicking your fun fact about Santa from last year. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes, because of course last year, no, because last year Santa Claus was the sick kent of the week. Yes, and then you had a fun mm-hmm. fact about the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Episode 15, if anyone wants to go check it out. Yes, it was a good episode. We listened back to a little bit of it before we recorded this evening, and it was quite nice to mm-hmm. have a little trip down memory lane. Nostalgia. Um, yes, we do love our nostalgia. Anyway, uh, the movie Elf. I was reading an article today about how Will Ferrell actually turned down 28 or $29 million to make a sequel. And not only did he turn it down, but he shut them down immediately after they offered it. He, he just he didn't even go away and think about it. He just went, no, nope, not doing it. Not really? a chance. Yeah, he has zero interest in making a sequel to Elf. Why? Because he does not want to be the guy that went and made a bad sequel. Right. Because, of course, Especially Elf is almost... Elf. Yeah, it stands alone. It's almost, uh, it's got its own kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's, just, it's, it's one of those movies that just those, I can't even remember the term. It's just, it's, just, it's uh, become a cult, cult classic. It's a cult classic. That's what I yeah. meant to say. It's a cult classic 
I need to watch it again, see if I like it, because I'm not sure if I like it or not. But yeah, it, it is. I have to respect the fact that it is a cult classic, because it is. Absolutely it is. And, and so to make a sequel of that is uh, risky. And of course, from the brilliant director John Favreau, who would then go on to make Iron Man. Mm, of course. Yes. Absolutely. Um, some other fantastic things. Yeah, but no, he knocked it back and he, he just he straight up went, no, if I thought that I could make a sequel that would be worthy of it, then sure, I would consider it. But no, I don't believe that it could be done as well. So, nope. There's no point reopening up the story because I'm sure it finished in a, in a perfect way. He does so many movies, but he does very few sequels. He did Daddy's Home 2, which we already discussed on the show today, mm-hmm. is one of those very rare few that was just an excellent movie, even though it's a sequel. Yep. Um, Absolutely. Anchorman 2, I, I think is excellent. It, I don't mm-hmm. think anything could have ever measured up to the original, but damn, it comes They close. had a red hot crack. Yeah they, yeah, they did a mighty fine job. And even even though he's not the lead, Zoolander 2, he returned as Mugatu and he was very mm-hmm. funny coming back. So he does sequels well, but I totally respect the fact that he was able to acknowledge straight away that this was something that was maybe a little too much and was not prepared to ruin it for himself or anyone else by taking a crack at it. Mm. Yeah. And I, I, yep. can't, I can't picture a sequel to Elf. I actually think it ends quite perfectly as it is. No, I can't. Yeah, I can't either. I mean, again, I need to see if I am a fan of it or not. But I would still say I think it would be weird for there to be an Elf. Yeah. I think it would be a mistake, actually. Yeah. I think it would tarnish the, the cult classic. Like, the Santa Claus makes sense. I, I think the original holds up on its own with or without the sequels. But the sequels are still charming and a lot of fun. And it makes sense when your main character is Santa to have some sequels. When it's... Mm a human raised as an elf who finally gets his fulfillment in life at the, by the end of the movie, I, I don't see there being any more need to tell a story. Yeah. At yeah, the, I, at the I, end I, of the Santa Claus, he's still a single dad and he needs a bit of his own happy ending there. So it makes sense to carry on. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I mean, I still love the first one on its own immensely mm. and almost more, but I... I've seen the second and third one, and I don't have anything bad to say about them. No, I... I third I have, one a little bit, but second one not so much. I have I issues with fine. the third one, but I'm softening to it over over the years. Every time I go back and watch it again, I go, okay, it's not as bad as I remember. And mm-hmm. I, I get more and more comfortable with it every time I watch it, so... Yeah. I guess because I, I really love the first one, and I actually think the second one is a very worthy follow-up. Yeah, I think I think it is too. But again, I think the first one, the first one will always just stand alone. But the second one, and then the third one, yeah. Look, you know what? They're they're fine. They they can exist. I don't have an issue with them existing. Yeah. Well, for those for those of you out there that aren't aware, and I'm sure many of you are aware because we talk about it a lot. We we really love the Santa Claus, but that we did not grow up knowing each other. But we both grew up with the same family tradition of sitting down as a family and watching mm-hmm. the Santa Claus. Yeah, even to this day. Again, this yeah. year didn't happen because I didn't get to be there for Christmas decorations. But uh, yeah, tradition exists. It, the yeah. tradition exists. Sit down with the parents and the siblings and just watch the Santa Claus together. Because it's such a great film. It's hilarious still. And it's nostalgic. It is. And it used to be a staple on Channel 7 in the couple of days before Absolutely. Christmas. Absolutely. It rose such a clutter company. Yeah. Oh, so good. And all mm. the dry, witty 
one-liners <laughs> about Neil. <laughs> yeah, and charges you for it. Ugh, and you should see him walk on water. <laughs> I love it so much. I'm going to have to watch it. He says you'll oh, say something you. snarty. That's not true. I could be rude or sarcastic. Whatever it takes. Oh, that's so good. Oh, dear. And even, even the second one's got a few great lines. I got a needlepoint sweater and a minivan. See you in about eight minutes. <laughs> oh... I think I'm going to have to watch... I might have to watch that. I know it's really late. No, I'll watch it in the morning. Um, Drew. Philip. Let's uh, wrap this up. Indeed. Um, Merry Christmas to everyone. We'll see you before the Happy New Year. Drew, have yourself a pleasant time if I don't see... I will see you, but in case I don't see you between now and then, which is impossible. um, I'll see you in about two days. (laughs) Yes, exactly right. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a happy Christmas, and uh, best of luck. Hopefully you get everything that you want. And we'll see you next week. Yep. Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know.